0: Welcome to the Australian Weight Loss Surgery Podcast, where every two weeks we explore all the aspects of the weight loss surgery journey. We'll hear from a range of experts, including bariatric surgeons, psychologists, patients, and dietitians, sharing up-to-date, informative advice to help fast-track your long-term weight loss success. Welcome again to the Australian Weight Loss Surgery Podcast. I'm Jackie Lewis, the clinical nutritionist for BN Multi. Today's episode you'll be pleased to hear is another look at achieving the right mindset, not only to reach your weight loss surgery goals faster, but maintain them over the longer term. My special guest today is Leanne Haggard, from Loving Life Now. For the past 12 years, Leanne has run Loving Life Now, personal development, success education all over the globe. Not only that, Leanne is a weight loss surgery patient who has reached her weight loss surgery goal in a minuscule six-month period. So we are sure you are going to want to hear about the shortcuts. Amongst raising her young girls, Being a wife and stepmother, Leanne has also written her story about her journey through life so far, which was a number one bestseller on Amazon in no time at all. Welcome, Leanne. I can't wait to hear your story. Thanks for your time
1: today. Oh, thanks, Jackie. I'm excited to be here with you. I'm
0: very happy that you are here. And so I'm going to dive straight in. You've had weight loss surgery yourself, which type of surgery did you have? Uh,
1: So I had the gastric sleeve operation. um, It's coming up to six months ago tomorrow, actually.
0: Wow. Oh, well, there you go. Happy anniversary. (laughs)
1: Thanks.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The first six months are quite a learning curve. So we'll discuss that as well. What made you decide to have the surgery in the first place?
1: There was actually a couple of reasons. So I was um, obviously overweight. Um, I wasn't massively overweight. So I was at the lower end of the BMI, but I did have health issues. So I I was on high blood pressure medication and my blood pressure was still really high, even on the medication. I also had a hysterectomy done last year and they did find some stuff in my uterus that they didn't want there. And then Mm -hmm. they recommended that uh, having weight loss surgery would be a good thing to do to lose the weights that I would be out of high risk for other things as well.
0: Absolutely. And that's one point to make, and we've discussed this in our time together as well, is the stigma around how overweight do you need to be to have weight loss surgery? I think you've come up against a few kind of you know commentary in that regard as well, how does that feel for you?
1: Yeah, it, it's interesting because people just go with, oh, well, you, you have to be massively overweight. Otherwise you're just cheating. You're taking the easy way out. I've had plenty of comments um, on, you know, different social medias about that because I'd actually vlogged my whole journey for my first, I think I did it for the first 12 weeks. I did it like a daily video. Wow. Um, so I had lots of people who commented, you know, different things. So oh, well, you weren't even overweight beforehand and all this kind of stuff. <laughs> So, you know, they don't know the whole story. It's not always just about losing the weight. There's other health issues and health reasons that people do it as well. You know, for me, I was able to stop my blood pressure medication after two weeks. That's incredible, isn't
0: it? And I, yeah, that's the stuff we need to keep a sight of, I think, is these, you know, the health benefits overall. And not only that, the personal journey of, you know, is it anyone's business as to why you had weight loss surgery and how you went about losing weight? Do you often think about the type of personality who might be saying to you, you weren't overweight enough? To have the weight loss surgery and you've taken the easy way out <laughs> does it reflect on them more than you do you feel
1: Oh, totally. Yeah. It's just someone that's ill informed. They don't have the information. They just think that it's an easy thing. You have surgery and suddenly you've lost all this weight, you don't change anything. Right. So they don't actually have the information on what it takes to go through the surgery as well. And what it takes after that, not just what you're eating, but your mindset and other things as well. Mm, Correct.
0: And so looking at that journey for you so far, it's been six months and I know the first, even the first 12 weeks would have been, I'd love to see the videos on tracking that. And I'm sure that. That would be something that a lot of our listeners would be really open to is getting an understanding of that kind of how quick that learning curve can be in those first stages after surgery. What's been the biggest challenge for you to overcome?
1: It's definitely has been like, for example, we went out to lunch, Hubby and I went to lunch today and how much I can eat. Like to me, it's crazy. And I commented on all the time. So I ordered just a normal standard meal and I cannot even eat a quarter of it. And most people will eat that plus something else, plus an entree, plus a dessert and 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 I'm like, oh my God, like just thinking about how much I actually used to eat just is insane to me. That's
0: interesting because you're right. Um, Entree, main, dessert in a lot of sittings and fluids. So a lot of people will sit and have a few glasses of wine and a three course meal and we don't really blink at it. And looking at the way our portion sizes have changed, even as a society over time, I think our main plates now are just so huge. When you look at the 1950s, even when people were more active, you know, working outdoors, that sort of stuff and not sitting at computers, our plate sizes were pretty much the side of a side plate to begin with. And now we have these massive plates that we feel like we need to fill them up as well. But it does highlight sort of what we need to get by and kind of what job food serves as as fuel, I suppose, as well. You've been able to hit 95% of your weight loss in six months, which is pretty incredible. Congratulations, by the way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How do you think you achieved that so quickly? I think there's been a couple of things. So the support I've had. So one of my friends who I actually met through social media on TikTok a year ago, year and a bit ago she had the surgery done about four years ago so she's been a massive support for me um, like anytime I've had an issue or a question or anything she's always been there also I picked a surgeon who had ongoing support prior mm-hmm. and after so they have 12 months worth of appointments <laughs> with dietitians and other people to kind of keep me on track and doing blood tests and all that stuff so you've got that ongoing support and obviously my family my husband my you know everyone has been super supportive so that's one aspect is having that support around you Secondly is the mindset side of it. There's no way if I, let's say, I don't know, when I was, a, let's say 10 years younger or maybe even 15 years younger, I don't think I would have been in the right mindset to have it done and, and have lost the weight as quickly because I was I was ready you know I had yo-yo dieted for 20 years and I'd you know been skinny and I'd been fatter and I then you know I had these health issues and I had all this stuff I'm a mum as well so I've got two girls so I think I was at the point it's like okay well I need to do something drastic now to have something permanent you know I don't want a yo-yo diet back Um, and I and for me and this might not be sound right to people but for me like we traveled a lot so we'd go overseas four times a year we'd do lots of stay around Australia you know we'd dine out like when we don't have the kids we go out to dinner every night Mm -hmm. Um, so for me I wanted to be able to do all those things and not have to be on a permanent diet yes so still be able to enjoy a nice thing here and there so go out and have a few mouthfuls of something nice or go out and have a nice drink or whatever and not be missing out so to me this was a way to do that is still to be able to you know eat healthy 80% of the time during the week but still be able to go out have something nice but small but still not be missing out and being, oh, I can't have that, I'm on a diet. Exactly.
0: And I think that's where also mindset comes down to is that restrictive elimination, yeah. you know, shouldn't, couldn't, can't, which just leads to defeat, I think, because, you know, if we're just continually denying ourselves that sort of stuff, this often gives you the flexibility to keep that balance between the 80-20, which is what we talk about a lot, and yeah, to live your life and um, enjoy without indulging all the time and just being mindful, I suppose, as well. Has there been a key tool that you use as far as keeping that balance goes if you do have a busy lifestyle and you do like to dine out on a regular basis?
1: Well, definitely... Well... <laughs> It's kind of hard to explain, but you know, because I work in personal development, that's a big Mm. key. You know, every day we have calls like my husband and I are are high up in the company that we're part of. Um, so we do a lot of training calls for others and we do a lot of mentoring calls and all that kind of stuff. So pretty much most of our day we're either doing personal development or talking about personal development, helping others with theirs. So I think that really helps me stay in the right frame of mind Mm. when it comes to everything else as well. So like I said, if I yeah, exactly. So if I had done this. prior to being part of this industry and doing what I do, I think the results would definitely be different. That's
0: fascinating. And can I go off track? from you into your trainings and your personal development and what you're offering as far as that goes and mentoring?
1: Sure. Um, So we basically run an online business so we offer an opportunity for others who want to work from home, online, for themselves so we offer a full business so it's our products are personal development and wealth creation courses and events that are now virtual. They used to be international, we used to go into different countries and do all of that but they're now all virtual which is great so anyone can do it from any Anywhere. We provide the full training, mentoring, support for someone to set up their own business using our business model and our products, which is our personal development.
0: That sounds pretty nutshell, doesn't it? You know, and also I think when you're living that you know, I'll put it in inverted commas product, you're like you say, you're immersing yourself in that kind of mindset. And constantly, I think the people who show up in when we're in these positions, I think the people who show up to us are also there to show us more that we need to do. So it would be a constant kind of shedding of different, I find myself often talking to someone, I'll go, here's what you need to do. And I can see this for you. And then I go, oh, this is for me too. So it's like, there's this always this spit that we're serving others but but we're also, you know, serving ourselves at the same time because I think you can't escape that mirroring that life will show us as well. Do you find a similar
1: thing? Yeah, absolutely. It's and uh, we were having this conversation actually with my daughters at dinner last night and one of them was saying cuz she she could be challenging. <laughs> and, <laughs> and and she always points out to me, "Well, mum, it's the things that push your buttons, that challenge you is is the issues that you also have. So oh. if you think I'm challenging, Imagine maybe you're challenging. That. <laughs> Imagine having that knowledge. How old is your daughter? Um, she's 12.
0: That's amazing. I just think that our, the kids in our next generation are so lucky because they get handed these pearls so early on. And some people, they have these realisations when they're in their 60 and they're like, damn it, like now I'm waking up. But our children who overhear these conversations are just, that's their normal, I mean, it's normal for them. And they'll hand it back to you too, won't they? They'll show oh. you.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah they're, quick, they're very quick to hand it back. Well, look, my daughters, I started this business when my daughters were uh, two months old and so they're 10, 20 months to 20, yeah, almost two. So two months and two years old. So they've been to conferences and they hear all the training calls and they hear us, you know, so it's all kind of ingrained in their brain, which is great.
0: (laughs) Very lucky little girls. That's for sure. Yeah. It'll be so interesting to track them over the course of their life and just see how, you know, it maps the way for you when you have these tools in place to, you know, keep your mind open and keep growing. Yeah, That's fantastic! Absolutely. Good on you. And has mindset played a massive part in your weight loss surgery success? How do you feel it's it's impacting on you on a day to day basis?
1: Yeah, I definitely think it has because you know you could easily slip back into you know eating all the wrong things all of the time. Um, you know, as I say, the slider foods. You know, people yes. can get back onto that and back into emotional eating and back into doing all the bad habits that we had previously. So I definitely think mindset plays a big key. And not getting back into that and, you know, being able to, you know, like I said, still have a little bit of stuff, but then know the rest of the time that you, you know, you really need to, to eat healthy and, and look after yourself.
0: Yeah, correct. And I think that's also part of um, that growth journey as well. Within your work, how do these frameworks, if I was to come to you for help with my weight loss surgery journey, well, what would that look like from your perspective? Is it a, is it a course I would do, or is it time of like a coaching session? How does your business
1: So, I don't mentor and train people outside our business. I only mentor and train people who are basically in our business. Mm -hmm. Um, But somebody that wants to lose weight or, you know, better their career or, you know, get more confidence or any of those kind of things, they would use one of our programs to do Mm -hmm. that. So, our programs, you know, take you through different exercises and things to work through to work on whatever aspect of your life that you want to work on. Um, So, you can go through it the first time and apply it to weight loss. The second time, you might apply it to your finances or the third time you might apply it to your confidence. And that's what I did originally when I got started is I originally applied it to, you know, my confidence and myself. And then I kind of moved into working on the finances and all that kind of stuff.
0: And do they cross over a little? They or do, do you work on each system separately? Yeah,
1: they all do. So usually, you do, once you improve one aspect of your life, usually the other aspects kind of go along with it, right? You know, you're not going to improve something here and something else is going to be down here. They're all going to go up slightly at the same time. You're
0: raising that idea yeah. of what's possible, I suppose. And that's another thing I noticed with people who are on the weight loss surgery journey is I hear all the time that they're, you know, applying for jobs they never thought they would, or like in our transformation Tuesday that we have in our um, Facebook group, we have Um, show us your results, which we don't necessarily, we don't discourage, of course, but we don't make it all about before and after photos of how do you look now? It's like, what can you do now? You know, you never thought was possible or what are you revisiting that the smaller version of you was enjoying in your childhood or, you know, people are starting tap dancing and they're, you know, rowing and they're doing all sorts of different things. Are there different things on offer for you now that you find, you know, you're feeling different and you're obviously vital, your vitality is increased and sort of
1: thing yeah for, for me it, it's funny because a lot of people would say to me well I didn't never thought you were overweight like you were very confident and you know you you kind of dressed well to kind of show that you know you didn't look overweight so for me really the main thing for me is my confidence has definitely risen but I was already conf, conf, quite confident because I'd worked mm. on that so the really the main thing is for me really is just being that inspiration for others and being able mm-hmm. to you know people go oh, wow you know what have you done and like, you know, you're just oozing confidence in this now. You had confidence before, but now you like have taken it to this next level. So I haven't changed a massive amount in other areas of my life because I'd already done that, but definitely the the physical and the confidence side is is a lot different for me and people have noticed and a lot have commented.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's and that's commented overall. And you have a large social media coverage, I suppose, as well and um, a strong following with the work that you're doing. Does that push you along a little or do you find that, how do you, you know, how do you take it when you've got people saying, oh, you've taken the easy way out or, you know, I guess looking from sitting on the couch, what do they call them? Keyboard warriors. (laughs) Um
1: (laughs) Yeah there's plenty hey. of those, but there's lots yeah. of supportive people too, right? So yes, yeah, so yeah. I've got a quite a big following on TikTok and on on Facebook. Um, and look, I kind of like it because what it does is it allows me then to make more content. So what you can do, especially on TikTok, is you can reply to people's comments and then you can make videos directed to them and stuff like that. So, you know, it just kind of allows me then to, I suppose, get the message out there better and yeah. in more detail, because I can reply to those people. Some of them are my band because they don't deserve to be there. But yeah. some of them are, you know, really just uneducated. Giving you some new ideas for content. I love yeah. that <laughs> cup half full approach.
0: <laughs> the entrepreneur looking at, um, you know, people who are wagging fingers and using it for their benefit. That's perfect. Well done you. And so overall, I'd love to know a bit more about how to get involved. If someone's listening and they're interested in, you know, they've, they've made this great change. And you said that yourself, you said, I need to make drastic change. And I talk about that with patients who are sitting on the fence, who've, you know, done the surgery and they're not quite sure of, you know, how to bring their mindset into up to speed with all of that. And I always say to them, grave change takes grave change. And it's getting access to the tools that would create that grave change. And it's a lot about what my podcast is often about is these mindset uh, sessions where I, um, I love to talk to different people who've accessed that. Kind of growth and look at different ways. It's not just one kind of path that you go down and say, here's how you change your mindset. It's X, Y, and Z. I like to showcase different ways because it can be different for everybody. And then looking at different things that resonate with each listener. So, how would you find how would I get involved in process? So the best,
1: well, the best way is um, a couple of ways you can find me. So you can either jump on TikTok and look up Loving Life Now. You can also jump on Facebook and do the same thing, Loving Life Now. And my website's the same. So it's lovinglifenow.com.au. But yeah, so I also have a book. I did write a book um, also about my life story. And it's also called Loving Life Now. And you can find that on Amazon as well. Tell
0: me about that. I would always wanted to know how someone says I'm going to write a book and actually pulls a book out. And, you know, you're not in your 60s because it's like, how do we fill a book that's, you know, got enough information in it when we're in our
1: 40s? So how did that come about? It was actually, it's actually quite a funny story. I've never, ever thought I would write a book. (laughs) So we were heading to Thailand. So it was in 2017, I think. Oh no, it must be in 2016 in September. And we were talking, I was talking to one of the company owners and he's like, oh, Leanne, I think you should write a book. I'm like, what would I write a book about? I I have no idea. And he goes, I don't know, just about your story, about your journey, your life's journey. I'm like, oh, okay. And so I thought about it, got on the plane to Thailand the next day, which was what, nine hours direct or something. I was on my own. And I literally wrote two-thirds of the book on the way there. Wow. and then I had a recommendation from a friend who knew a publisher who was um, not far from me. And then, yeah, contacted them and wrote the rest of the book, had my friend edit it and sent it to the publishers. And within 12 weeks, it was already published and it went um, bestseller on Amazon in Australia and Canada in 90 minutes. Um, wow! Yeah, we launched it in, I think it was the 27th of January,
0: 2017. Yeah, crazy. And so I'm reading your book. What's the take home message?
1: Um, so really, it's it's really just my story and what it does throughout it is it it shows the lessons that i learned so, you know, for example, um, I can't remember, I don't think you didn't get up to the marriage. I had a marriage breakup and then got yeah. remarried. Um, so that's in the second book, which I haven't, <laughs> haven't written yet. <laughs> um, to be continued. <laughs> yeah. But the, fir- the first one, interesting enough, I got bullied at school for being overweight. Right. Even though I wasn't actually overweight at school. So that's all in there. So there's quite a bit of that in there. There's a journey of, you know, getting on, starting personal development and, you know, starting another, my first business and all that kind kind of stuff. So there's just a whole pile of learnings and stuff that I learnt. Um, so on the back of the book, it, it talks about, um, so Leanne going from over seven figures in debt to creating multiple seven figures. So yep. that's kind of the the journey it goes. Turn through.
0: around. That's incredible. And you know, it's doable, isn't it? When you look at that and we like to think of ourselves as average people doing average <laughs> yes. things or well, we are extraordinary people doing extraordinary things. So it depends on, you know, your stance and, yep. um, and I think it is something that is within everybody's reach and it doesn't necessarily have to be about seven figures. It can be about, like you're saying, different aspect of your life that you work on over time and just pull everything into alignment and um, level it up. I suppose. Yeah. Um, it's yeah. It's very inspiring. I'd love to read that actually, and all of that will include on our show notes. So there'll be uh, you know ways to contact Leanne and follow her on Facebook. I need to become a bit more professional with my TikTok. Um, <laughs> my husband lies in bed at night and watches TikTok and just laughing and laughing. So, yeah, and I'm like, what even is that? Is that an app I need to download? That's how I am. So that's something I need to get up to speed on.
1: (laughs) For sure, it's especially worth it. now I
0: know you can reply.
1: Yes, you can reply, and it's 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 good fun. But yes, you can waste a lot of time on there for sure. Oh yeah, and I've <laughs> got Facebook to do that, so it's like, what do you want to do? More time?
0: <laughs> so I'm going to wrap up soon. Do you have any one time message you'd like to relay
1: the for your for the listeners? Look, I suppose no one's perfect. You know, no mm. one's going to do everything perfectly and get the perfect results, and not you know fall off the wagon here and there. It's it's whether you get back on and back mm. onto path is whether you're going to be successful with whatever you do.
0: I love that. I posted that in the group last week. It's like, when you get tired, what did it say? When you get tired, learn to rest, not give up. And I thought that was it because we do get tired. It's like- particularly in the early stages, I think, when life is turned upside down and you're trying to work out how much protein is in everything and how many how many everything is in everything um, and, you know, how do I count calories, which I don't necessarily love. But, yeah, it's all of that on top of the emotional side of, okay, this thing that I might have used as a coping mechanism or a stress reliever or, you know, a social outlet or whatever it was has all changed. So not only are we kind of learning something about food that we mostly haven't sort of introspect on in the past unless you're a widow like me who's done a degree in it and even that I find is you know sometimes I'm like now how do we do this get this outcome and I you know I can't imagine for a lay person to, to sift through and work it out for themselves so a I noticed you you know when you started your intro you're talking about the level of support you have um, looking at for family support your professional team for support and that sort of thing so I think that's a, a huge key and just keep on plugging away and um, listening to informative podcasts such as these to open your mind to new ways of accessing those blocks and examining them and listening to others' stories and, and you know, sort of cleaning new information from those as well. I Absolutely. Think, yeah, it's wonderful. And you're totally inspiring. And I will uh, also pop in the show notes, yeah, all of your links and contacts. So thanks for your time today. Leanne. Awesome.
1: Thanks, Jackie. It's been fun. Thank thanks for having me. Pleasure.
0: I will just... Thanks for listening. And just before you go, we would love to hear your feedback. So please give us a rating and review. For other interesting topics of conversation and inspiration, come and drop into our Facebook community at BN Bariatric. If you've enjoyed our podcast, we hope you will share on your Facebook or Instagram and hit subscribe so you'll never miss an episode.